Finally nice in Chicago. I know it's finally starting to break, so Feeling it's like making summer. people feel good. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome, welcome. It's welcome. another episode. This is episode 12, right? It is. We're getting up there, man. Mm-hmm. So welcome to episode 12 of Cross, Cross Culture. Culture. I'm Damio. And I am Erica Mona. All righty. And Erica, for those viewers that are just joining us for the first time, what is Cross Culture? Cross-cultured is um, the mix and the crossing and combination of your different points of views, your different experiences, um, your different personalities and um, how you see things and how you just bring them all together and uh, make it into one. Period. Yeah. Gang. All right, you guys. So as you all know, we like to start with hot topics. Hot topics. Um, I feel like we have like lower energy today, but that's maybe because like... The topic is, is a little bit more serious. <laughs> no, for real, because it's like we know what the topic is about to be. So but you know, just we like, just started. Our energy is gonna pick up. Yeah, especially as we get into this. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you want to start with? Um, we can start with this rest in peace. Yes. So Malaysia Booker, she's a black trans woman who was shot and killed. I feel like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And we all know the violence against um, trans people, especially black trans, yeah. too. And even before she got shot and killed, she was actually brutally beaten, too, like a few days before then. Um, so rest in peace to her. And I don't know. Have they found who did it? Um, I, I, I haven't really. Truth be told, this hasn't even been a story that's been picked up. I've been not really. It like, you only on see it in a, a few places. Few I've seen it in, like, a lot of my peers. My personal peers have posted mm-hmm. about it. But in, in terms of actual news outlets, I haven't seen a single nope. person talk about it. Not at all. Um, which is, you know, what part of what we talk about, especially with Pride Month approaching um, in June. It, it's about like having visibility with our their stories and yeah. you know just their issues and cases being heard the same way every other issue yeah. and case is heard um which mm-hmm. is why Jesse Smollett's little antics earlier in the year I know right it's just sad it's like can we just love each other accept each other like if you don't like someone's lifestyle that has nothing to do with you exactly. you know let them live their life Ex- literally let them be like let people be like let your god judge them let their just let them be okay yeah. it's not up to you to make a judgment and be like this person needs to die because of who they choose to have sex with or who they decide to be yes but rest, rest in, in peace, peace to her um, on the other side of that, so another headline I hit this week is the shy actor Jason Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um, some of you may know him as the actor that portrayed Easy E and Straight Outta Compton. Mm-hmm. Um, has reportedly been taken off the shy for next season, as well as his up and coming Netflix endeavors because of sexual um, misconduct allegations against his co-worker and co-star on the show. Can you imagine? It's like, gee, you—he just started really blowing up. 
You know what I mean? Because okay, even that shit out of Compton, yeah. But I feel like now he's now becoming yeah, like, really of all known. of all the people that were in the movie. He's the breakout. He's the he one. Is. He is the one that. And you have this type like, of opportunity, and you're gonna let your penis get in the way. Yeah, men like you like know, what men, not just men, but men right now. You guys need to really learn how to not let your sexual urges interrupt your bag. Like they need to take a sex ed it's class. It's 2019, or like borderlining 2020. The Me Too movement has come, has soared. It's like it, y'all know better. You know better. It's, it's just, no excuse. It's not the climate at all. It's, it's just no not excuse. The, it's not the time. No Ugh, place. You're gonna do something like this to affect you, yeah. your career, your family. You know. Yeah, your viewers, because y'all know I come up here every week and talk about the shy, and now I'm like perplexed because so, I don't know what's gonna happen. So he's the main character, you say? Yeah, he's basically like. Uh, like you know the show it is kind of one of those shows that surrounds multiple characters and make it one but he is like the forefront character like it's mm. you know it's essentially everybody's you know mm-hmm. point is all connected him. to him yeah so in some way shape or form so it's kind of like dang you know like you messed up messed, you the, messed flow. Up the flow of the whole show mm-hmm. and i love the shy but shout out to lena for making that call and not you know not wasting right. time exactly with it exactly and just saying like no i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna stand up and support her and this is season three this is season two they got picked up for season three okay so thankfully they're not like in season four are you in yeah it's not so something that's there's, like, there's time to like okay let's shuffle things around yeah. and it's just like now you know he about to be yeah on the show he's like booted. he's instantly about to die he's like blacklisted from black hollywood and that's and that's sad because i'm very sad because i do like him as a performer and as an actor and it's very unfortunate yeah on um, some brighter news Lil Nas X lands a Wrangler deal. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, so we what, all know booty the young on my brother. jeans. What does it say? I don't know what it say. I just it know he got the deal. Booty something on my jeans. Really? Yeah. Uh, but then people are mad about. I mean, of course we know who's mad about it. Is it white people? White people are mad because you're like, oh, this is like a cowboy country type of, you know. Um, white people own jeans now. Girl, they have a brand of jeans. They were saying like, "Oh, Wrangler, they're a sellout." Because I was looking at the little comments that they had. They're like, "Oh, you're a sellout. How are you gonna um, give it to someone, a group of people who don't even wear, you know, wear this, so it's not part of the lifestyle?" And it's like, the original cowboy is what? It's a black man. It's a black man. Relax. So they really mad? Like, no, really, they're really mad. Like, I just. They're really upset. Shout out to Lil Nas for angering white people more. And I more. know, and, and he's just, just like smiling through it all. And he's so young, and he's, he's like, so man, uh-huh. I didn't even drop my second track yet, and you guys are gonna be like sick, when very you drop sick, because they're. I'm sure they're already mad, you know, with the whole the, the song, you know. So it's like, who should endorse Wranglers? First of all, Wranglers was a dying gene. Girl, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it, it's not Levi's. It's not. It's not. It's not Fashion Nova. Like <laughs> Fashion Nova is even Fashion Nova jeans are popping. So <laughs> they're just mad. They should. They wanted it to be given to maybe Blake Billy, Shelton. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Riley or whatever. He said Billy Riley. Oh, whatever his name. Billy Ray. Ray Cyrus. I said Riley. Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Anyway, um, that's that. Okay, let's talk about this one. Maybe it's two times a little bit with Twitter. So, you guys, do you wash your chicken? Because I wash my chicken. It's just becoming more and more Anything, evident. fruit, chicken, whatever. Like, yeah. I'm not the type of person. Even when you go to the store and you're shopping, like, for grapes and fruits, I would not eat the fruits in the store. Oh, I have to store. rinse it. Yeah. I have to wash it mm-hmm. off first, you know? So, let alone a whole chicken that you guys bagged up. 
with different hands who touched that touched it already. And you think I'm not gonna wash my chicken? Why people think they be knowing science? He was Dr. Oz was on the Breakfast Club. He, yeah, the heat will kill. And he yes, said the salmonella, whatever. It's gonna pre- it's gonna spread. Like even if you wash in the sink, it spreads to everywhere. Okay, so my secondary question is, y'all don't wash your sink? Cause I like. Every time I wash chicken in the sink and season and do it, I wash you, the like, sink out. I bleach it down. I fabulous it. Like, and I'm not rubbing the chicken all over the sink. That's like, what I'm saying. It's like it's not a it's not that big of a process that it's splashing everywhere. Right. Here. He said he could get into something else. It could touch your dish dishes, and um, it's just unhealthy. Like just cook it like that, and when you cook it, bake it, whatever, the bacteria are gonna die that way. I don't want to taste dirt. Still, you know uh-huh. what's funny. This brings me back to when mad cow disease was spreading throughout mm. the country. And my mom, I remember I was telling my mom, like, oh, we can't eat beef. You got to be chill, you know, mad yeah. cow. And she was like, the way that us Africans, we cook our meats, there's no such, there's it's no. True. We don't eat raw. Yeah, it's like. She Where was you like, to see the blood? She was no. like, if you think about it, we clean it, we boil it, then we fry it, then we put it back in some stew or something. Yes. Like, you cook it about three, four dead. times. <laughs> before Exactly. Eat. Like, what? So I was like, yeah. Sounds like. Yeah. Please, a lack of melanin. It just and then it's like okay, it makes you think about you know if you go to a white person's house, it makes you think about the way. They I'm getting cook. more and more skeptical about white people. You don't wash your legs. You don't wash <laughs> your chicken. <laughs> y'all do, y'all jump in the pool and think that's a that's a bad. Yep, yep. Like, do you wash your ass at this point? Because I was thinking about that in the shower today. Like, you what? How you know? Ever since this washing legs thing has come up, I really be thinking like, how do you avoid washing your legs? Like. like Cause it's like so you wash your ass and you just stop, right? That means you you don't right, you don't move down. You just midway like oh okay I'm it's done. Like, either you gonna stop at the hips or you gonna keep going. But you know a lot it. of them don't really take showers too. Like they take a shower once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is not no exaggeration. No exaggeration. Wow, um not, yeah no that's lay. not gonna happen. Ooh lay. Yeah okay. Uh what else? All right, so um, Alabama, again, has mm-hmm. disappointed us once more. But this time, they've disappointed us in a different way. So uh, I think we were on here, and we told you guys how the show author, you know, the popular child, children's television show, was going to break boundaries and have our favorite teacher, Mr. Ratburn, marry a man. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama has now said that they are not going to air that episode. They are banning that episode mm-hmm. from being aired. Um, I forgot their reasoning. But however... I mean, what else? is going to be the you reason. Know, they had like a they tried to have some real reason behind it. However, we all know the reason. Yeah, they don't want to see homosexual um love, marriage yeah. or any type of activity um and li- listen, I, don't I, know. I was explaining to like one of my white coworkers. I was like, "Listen, to be quite honest, there's just some southern states that I just won't bother with. Alabama is not a state that I would see myself visiting. At like, all. it's it's one of those states that you really only visit if you have family. Not to like exactly. be bogus towards Alabama, but I just I feel the Jim Crow in the air. Yeah, I just cannot. I mean, because we see it in the news every day. And yeah, there are laws that they are passing. It's like, okay, you guys yeah. are just really it's not white power ish. You're not for me. At all. I am a northern state person. So, therefore, I just cannot. Yeah, they're canceled. Harvey. Let's talk about Harvey. Harvey Weinstein. You guys remember Harvey Weinstein. He's the white poster boy for sexual misconduct. He's the originator of the Me Too. Yeah, it was him. Mm -hmm. You know, know, we had our poster children. It was Bill repping for the black people and Harvey repping for the white boys. Now, um... 
we all know what happened to Mr. Cosby. However, Harvey Weinstein finessed the system and was able to reach a $44 million lawsuit. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, settlement mm-hmm. um, in his sexual misconduct case. $44 million. So he evaded so jail no time. Jail time. No. Who knew? No, nothing. Like, really. So really quick, does this reintroduce? Because you know for a long time when... Um, Bill Cosby was going through his stuff. Everybody, well, a lot of people were using the argument that Harvey Weinstein is still out here and it's not fair. They only did Bill like that because he a black man mm-hmm. and woo, woo, woo. So does this reinforce that argument um, in your opinion? Yeah, definitely. $44 million. Come on now. For, even to, for it to be that high. And we did see all the women that did come out. Yeah. We heard their stories, you know? Celebrities. Co- exactly. So come on. No, it, clearly clearly and it's just so many others are there even when they brought the whole michael jackson incident again too you know what about what's his name what's this um work and roll i don't remember with the hair the vegas dude i can't remember you know what i'm talking about no damn i think his name will come to me okay um that he married a 14 year old oh elvis yes (laughs) (laughs) i could think about his name but yeah even that but why didn't bring him up right you know what i mean so of course it definitely does reinforces that like it's Mm. apparent it's Mm. This, this, I don't know. Like in the whole system, it's a white man system. It's and it's for their not favor. even as old as Bill is. Because like to me, what the what the sentencing for Bill Cosby? Not to like excuse, but what it meant to me is that y'all are prepared to say this man should die in jail. Oh yeah, that's what it was, right? Because it's like as if it was a white person of that age for it to be that long, they wouldn't have allowed him to go to prison at all. It, it, they just wouldn't have because of his age. Because Bill Cosby half blind, like exactly, they wouldn't have allowed. At least it. give him house arrest. They would, exactly. Something. They would have they would have found a way for him to serve it without serving it. Right. So for Harvey to he's be still in his living prime, life. Like, he's living his life. He is in his prime. And for him to be going through all of this and, you know, like just have to pay the money, I, I think that's whack. It is whack. It is completely whack. But yeah, that's the white system for you. It's completely against um black people. Mm. Completely. Mm. Okay, um, Rwanda. So I was looking up some stuff, and I saw that the Rwanda government they banned bleaching cream products. That's good, and they enforced that this year. And I'm like, that is so wonderful because they saw they saw that how it is um, really um, unhealthy. It's like you know, it's, it's not good for your at skin all. It's either. not good it's at like, all. Not even just like psychologically and mentally, but honestly, it's, it's not, not good for your skin at all. Like of and all I, the yeah. things. And the, for me, I think this is the first African country, or even the first kind of country that I'm really coming across that they are banning bleaching creams. I think that's, you know, that's very progressive. I, it, it is. That's super it progressive. Is, we don't need that for uh, young girls coming up, growing up to we see things don't. like that. You know. But I think that's a wonderful news. That is. That's very positive. And I would love to see, like, I would love for there to be some sort of longitudinal study for us mm-hmm. to really explore to what see it that does effect. Yes. to this society. Exactly. Like, exactly. And yeah. if other countries can implement that as well. Yeah. Nigeria ain't going to. Oh, girl, that's going to be a whole nother, a whole nother generation. Nigeria is Century not folding. Global, at all. Shit, our aunties, they love their cream. Oh. They love their creams. And it's like, they even see the side effects. So it's like, why do you take your makeup off? Like, People's they even skin. have to wear extra loads of makeup because of the skin damage. literally look burnt to me. It's Girl. like, it literally looks like Discolored a mild hell. acid burn. Like, And you're happy with the way yeah. you look? And they still keep on using it, too. They don't care. They got to keep up. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Robert Smith. Yes. So, uh, billionaire, that's B, b- 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 billionaire. billionaire. Robert Smith pays for Morehouse graduates' students' hey, loans. Jesus. Why was I, oh, oh my God. Why nothing like that? Why didn't that happen for us? 
First of all, it wasn't enough affluent people that went to UIC. That's true. Our, our keynote speaker was Lonnie Love. Oh, it was. No shade, but yeah. that's, that was the celeb that came from UIC, so... Oh my God! That but this is wonderful. You know, this is like you're really starting off because you know we talk about student loans all the yeah, time. Okay, and all the time. Like this, it's not easy. It takes away a it's, lot. From it's you. literally you're giving a whole bunch of people generational wealth, right? Because like okay, so I have a friend, life. right? She listens to this podcast, so she gonna know I'm talking about her. I have a friend who is brilliant, so she didn't have no loans for school, mm-hmm. right? So she showed me her credit score. Recently. I bet that it's good. It's and high. And that thing is up there. Of course now. And you know, and it's just like, dang, just something like student loans just automatically. No, it does. And that's something like we all have. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, how is Mark going to go to school? Really? I mean, people go to school, but on average, how else are people going to school if not for student loans and FAFSA and exactly. all of that? So it's like Sally that May. already for a good maybe 10 years after I graduate is going to hold me back from being able to truly be my best self. <sighs> so he really just said, you know what, young man, I am releasing you into the world and you get to start, start fresh start by yourself. Fresh. Like no this, debt. this is a huge mm. generational That's a blessing. thing. It's a blessing. He just literally created it is like three I think it's a class of 390 yes 390 yes. black men that are able to do this, something imagine what that's even gonna do for our community as yeah, a whole like, you know like maybe just their person forward. exactly that's definitely paying that's not black that's but go ahead get yes that god bless it you know, okay then I saw on twitter I think I sent it to you uh-huh. some girl was mad cause she was like um I don't know why you guys are praising him because he's a sellout um he hasn't done anything for the black community because he's married to a white woman what they gotta do with girl Girl, he just paid off like millions in student loans. What does that have to do with anything? That's none now of my that business. shows he cares about the black community. That's none of my business. Okay. You know, I and again, I think we talked we touched on it with the interracial episode, but don't nobody care, black men, if you're with white women. What we care about is your relationship to with, the black people. Exactly, exactly. And how, like, you being with a black woman, I mean, a white woman, has altered your reality of being part of the black community. Yeah. And that's just it. So far as you still acknowledge that my access card to, the, I still pay my dues to be part of the black community. I did not cancel this subscription. I don't care. Yeah, I think like, this, this definitely, you know, you know, the argument about can you be pro-black if you marry a, a white woman? And yeah. this, it shows that you can. You can. It's like a gym membership. So as far as you pay your gym membership, I don't care who your plus one is. Right. I do not care who you bring, yeah, exactly. who your guest is. But if you're not paying the membership and you're trying to bring people and you're trying to act like this gym is better and you're than trying to ours, act like, exactly. then... Like- then that, that's where the problem that's comes where in. That's the issue is. But I think this is definitely pro-black. He needs yes. to... Yeah. This is wonderful. All right, other billionaires, show out. Yes. Show out. Oprah was mad. They came for Oprah's neck. I know, like, but she was like, girl, I've done like, so many things. She said, don't do me. I built a school. Yeah, I've given out millions in scholarships, okay? She's like, put them through school. He played them after yeah. school. Don't she do said, me. I've been doing this. You know what I mean? Been, been. She started this, okay? He's just about to get on my level. She That's said, what she get, said. Meet me where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> yep, been, been, definitely. All right, this, this nonsense. I think this is well, the juicy one. Of the, I know, right? We kind of flew through hot topics yeah. for this week, but y'all already know what's up. Y'all City girls, what's up? So this week, <sighs> so this what, when did this even start? Like two, three days ago. All right, let me give y'all the backstory before we really get into it. Okay, so backstory. We all know the City Girls are up and coming. They popping a little bit, and one of their most popping songs from their album, Girl Code was um act up mm-hmm. which we all know 
little yachty wrote or whatever. So Hazel E, also known as Nasal E from mm-hmm. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, um, got on social media and like made a whole thing about how she thinks that the city girl stole that from her song, right? Called "Act the Fool" or something like that. Yeah. Um, now I've listened to it. I don't think the song sounded like whatsoever. However, Hazel has been holding us in for a couple of weeks yeah. now and decides to drop a diss track. Diss track. So, I'm actually going to find this diss track, y'all. But before we do that, before we drop the diss track, you know, we got to drop. Oh, the sound. <laughs> so, Hazel E is a little of the week because, first of all, you're just way older than this young girl. Yes. Okay. And the way she's going about it is just, it's nonsense. It's just so unnecessary. Where is this diss track coming from? Why exactly. are you this mad? You know, like, you've, I'm sure you've, she probably has never encountered them anywhere at any award show and nothing and you just want to be mad for no reason, exactly. you know? And then you're just making so much negative comment, talking about them, talking about their family. Then, of course, um, Jocelyn, she jumped in. So I didn't even know her and um, Hazel either are friends. So she I jumped mean, in on the post saying, oh, this shit go hard. Talk your shit, you know, friend, that kind of stuff. Then, of course, Young Miami from City Girls saw it. And she was like, what's up, Jocelyn? You know, like, do you want to fight? So then they had, like, videos back and forth talking about each other. Like, you know, pull up. Because apparently they both live in Miami. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jocelyn's like, pull up. You know where I am. Young Miami's like, I'm going to beat you guys to death. Blah, blah, blah. It's just nonsense drama that this whole Hazel E started. And recently, Hazel E, she made a post saying, you know, she doesn't want to fight anyone. They should just keep it, in, you know, in, in the, the music. music. I mean, you know, which is true because I, 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 it would be ridiculous if they really box each other and beat each other really bad over this. It doesn't make sense. So if I guess they should just put it and end it and She's start scared. it with the music. She is scared. Okay, she so didn't think that was going to happen. That's exactly. what it was. So this is the thing, right? Oh, I found the video just now, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost, because I was talking to somebody about this. I was like, I feel like Jocelyn wasn't trying to get into it until Miami kind of said something She was just hyping her. her friend up. I think she was she just trying to hype her friend like, up. Because it's like, yeah. you know, everybody know Hazel E desperately wants to be in the rap business. And, you know, she tried well, to do I didn't do even know she was a rapper. No, she dead serious about this. Like I thought she was just like, you know, this little artist that they sing no, and she, maybe do a little rapping. But not like, you really a rapper. She's serious, serious. So, yeah, I thought Jocelyn was just trying to hype her up. And then here come Miami talking about, I beat all y'all up. This is Danny and I play by my son. And I just think that for, before you know it, Southside got in it, who was Miami's boyfriend. Talking about, I'll slap a girl over him, over my. Now, for that one, that was stupid. Inappropriate. G Herbo making comments, which is like, he just was adding He was just like, he just so happened to be famous, so they picked it up. Um... But I don't agree with um, what Young Miami's boyfriend said. Oh, of course. Stay not. out of it. Let us be a girl, a girl drama. Girl, then Milan Christopher came through with his diss track. Oh Lord! Oh, God. So he is also from um, Love and Hip Hop. He's a gay rapper, and um, oh my God, it was horrible. It was horrible. Why? That's so unnecessary. You know, just because you're you're gay doesn't mean you have to get into girls' drama as yeah, well. You're a like, man. I, I feel like gay men have to check themselves on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, No matter how flamboyant you like, are. Exactly. No matter how flamboyant you are, you've decided to continue your being a man. So it's like, at the end of the day, there's still some things about being a man that you have to hold yourself to. Yeah. Like, like your sexuality does not mean that you're not a man anymore. Exactly. Like, stay over there. But that that drama was, it was hilarious though. Shout out to Hazel E. We're going to drop a little, play a little diss track. Mm-hmm. To a Porsche, to a Maserati. I've been acting up and y'all play follow the leader. Come cause in y'all can swallow a leader. Copy my brand. 
Just follow the teacher, Carisha. You got a problem, now you need a feature. Half a little girls are somewhere sitting in the bleachers. No cameras, no flashes, no applause. She's Joanne, the real scammer, all fraud. Careers at a standstill. Listen. It's like, why? Girl, Listen. you were clearly bored and you made that. She had a little flow. Hazel had a little something. Well, it's like you're just you're clearly bored, and you're yeah, like, you know what? I'm gonna was, make I'm gonna make a little diss track. It was a thousand percent unnecessary, though. It was, it was. But I'm glad so far. I mean, we don't see anyone beating each other up, so that's good. Yeah, ain't nobody about that life. Because that's just stupid. Nobody's about that life. Like none of them, not one person. I think that they've all outgrown that. But if they were to fight, who do you think gonna win? I got my money on Jocelyn. Yeah, Puerto totally, Rican princess all day. Totally. I don't think Miami. I feel like y'all Miami was doing too much too. Like, Miami, girl, relax. Jocelyn kind of crazy. She will fling you. Yeah, Jocelyn kind of swole. If you really she, look at her, she's arms, strong. Yeah, she's strong. Like, yeah. I feel because she used to be a stripper and yeah. then she's a person trainer. She you got know, that stripper upper strength. Yeah. <laughs> Young Miami, she should have just laughed it off. She sh- exactly just laughed it off like ha 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 ha, you know. Goofy. But you know that's how they be over there at QC management. I get. Mm, we see. All right. Well, that's pretty much it. That's right? the hot topics of the day. Hot topics. Mm, so All we right. getting into a topic of the Who's day. That? Wow. Why do I feel like it's gonna be intense or what? It is gonna be slightly <laughs> intense. All right. So our topic for the day. Is mental health. Mental health. Okay. Um, and, you know, I don't want... It's not going to be, like, depressing, but I think it is, like, some serious conversations yeah. we're going to have. I think of all of our episodes, this might be one of the most vulnerable we've ever had. Um, just because... Oh, are you trying to put yourself out there? That's I'm not cute. necessarily going like, to expose myself, but I think that if we're be having a real and conversation and about... with your audience. Yeah, if we're having, like, a real... with your audience, girl. <laughs> Erica is like, she's not going to spill no truths. Um... But, but no, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that that this is a serious conversation totally. to be had, and it's like part of having it is just to take away the stigma and to not have a wall or be like, well, we want to talk about it without talking about it, right? Um. So with that being said, let's just dive into it. So, mental health, um, is is defined as basically the health that you have within your thoughts your emotions emotions um which trigger to end to affect your behaviors yeah right so that's kind of like the general and it can definition. manifest into physical things too yes it can manifest into physical things um so that that's basically in the realm of mental health what we're talking about right, right? neither one of us are psychiatrists no let's, let's put, put that, that out there, there. yeah <laughs> i'm not a therapist i did get my degree in psychology though but, right but right. you know other than that mm-hmm. i didn't further it i'm not a doctor of mental health right um and the experiences that we're talking from is from our own personal experiences from people that we know from our own personal from things, our culture from our culture yeah. and you know i don't i hope that you know preamble we don't offend anybody in yeah. the things that's that we never say the intention yeah just you know just putting it out there disclaimer disclaimer all right. With that being said, let's first dive into the stigma that surrounds mental health. Mental health, yeah. Uh, well, we we don't know. Like, even beside before we even get to the whole African household thing, mental health in general, it's not really talked about. You know. Yeah. We always want to, you know, push it underneath the rug like it's nothing. Like you should be fine. Like keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You know. Like that's always the the thing, the response you get. Mm-hmm. And mental health, it you know, if you're not solid mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it affects every aspect of your life, exactly. whether it's your career, your relationship, and relationship with yourself, not yeah. just with others as well. Yeah. Um, 
I think the older uh, the older I get, the more I realize the importance of mental health. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, if I know, like, I'm not feeling solid mentally, emotionally, like, every other part of me, it's not going to be solid, you know? Yeah. And I think it, it was younger to, like, oh, ignore it. But it's like, no, you can't ignore it. Because then over time, it builds up. It becomes worse, mm-hmm. you know? So what is your personal experience um, with the mental health? Um, For me, I feel like um, when I was around, like, in high school... I think I developed a severe case of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, And I went through a lot of personal things from the sudden passing of my father to a lot of other trials and tribulations in my life that intensified that anxiety. Right. Um, Now, I remember my freshman year of college is when I I guess I acknowledged it or faced it for Mm -hmm. the first time. So... It was one one day, I got into like some random argument with my friends. Um, and the next thing I remember is just having a bunch of intense thoughts of, oh my God, here it goes again. I'm about to be uh, ostracized in college. Because I, I was bullied mm. as a kid. So back, you know, back right. story, I was bullied as a kid. So I started having all these um, intense fears of being ostracized and, you know, having to defend myself and have my back against the wall and this is awkward now because I'm in college and I'm supposed to be an adult and woo, woo, woo. And then before I knew it, I was sitting in the trash room on the floor, like... In college? In college, mm-hmm. like, holding myself. And then they found me and they was like, what are you doing? And I was just like, I just, I just needed a moment. And it was like, at that moment, then I was like, damn, I probably should, like figure out what's wrong with me mm-hmm. um and i went to like you know physician you know uic they make you go to those hospitals that they have so i went to a doctor and she it was a white woman right and she immediately mm-hmm. dismissed it and when she immediately dismissed it the first thing she did was like write me a prescription what like the first thing she did because um my my anxieties started manifesting in physical ways, right? right? So um a trait that I had was I wasn't sleeping. Like I could not sleep. Like I was up all the time. Mm-hmm. Um and then I had severe like gastrointestinal pains. Mm-hmm. Like my stomach would be burning and stuff. So she just gave me like a Xanax or something. And like, but like, I didn't take it. So my my brother's a doctor, and I showed it to him before uh-huh. I even did. He was like, "There's no need for you to take these." Not he was like, oh, "Wow!" And I just didn't want to become one of those people that's like. And I'm sure she didn't stuff. really educate you about that medication as well, she like how even, to take it. She no, she of course she wrote her prescription, and I found more importantly, she didn't even talk to me. What? You get what I'm saying? It was like I told her this is what I'm feeling, and she was like, mm, "Sounds like classic anxiety, depression." Boom. Oh wow! And that was just that. Um, which is like a whole nother epidemic in itself, right? Like oh, yeah. how doctors are just prescribing medication. Yeah, the doctor-patient uh, relationship, especially yeah. with minorities too. Exactly, right? And just how quick she was to just write me off and stuff like that. But then I also remember very telling, like coming home and, you know, obviously I showed them this medication. I, I tried to talk to like my entire family about it. Um, and everybody just made it seem like I was being dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it like, was just... Like, girl, you doing too much. Yeah, like, girl, yeah, you just you just went to college, calm down. Yeah. Like, just any other. Uh, and that was that. So at that moment, I just felt like, okay, I'm not going to talk about this with my uh-huh. family anymore. Um, but over the years, it just it manifests in different ways. I get anxious in different ways. I, you know, I find myself going through moods and waves of um, what could be minor depression at times. Yeah. Where it's like... It's been moments in college where I just didn't go anywhere. Like, you literally just sit in your room, and before you know it, the sun is going up, the sun is going down, and yeah, you're just in your feeling. room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like all of those things happen. Yeah. And we just don't talk about it. Yeah. 
Oh man, it sucks. Uh, my first really experience was with um, mental health. Um, so my parents separated right after um, high school. And so I moved out of state with my mother. And I remember it was some type of argument between my parents or something. And I was in the bathroom. And I had this serious panic attack. Like, I've heard about panic attacks and stuff. I've read about it, but I've never, never experienced it, you know? So it's just like your heart started beating. Like, I felt like I was about to pass out. Like, I really mm-hmm. felt like I was swe- sweating. Like, I was, like, holding onto my chest. Like, I couldn't even call for help. I was just like, <gasps> you know, like, I was like, oh, shit, this is what panic attack. I instantly, I'm like, oh, this is exactly what it was, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I've, and, and even with my parent separation, it's, I didn't really necessarily do with it. You know, I didn't talk about it with people per se, you know, because even when I moved, like, I didn't tell you what I was going to move to, like, <laughs> to, like, what, the day of? Can like, y'all believe <laughs> that they are going to move? Mind you, we're, Girl. like, cousins and best friends and just called me while she, after, after she moved. Because, it's, it's, you it know, that's a whole no, different no, story. It like, it's, story. it was one of those, like, you can't tell nobody you're going, so yeah. we go and kind of yeah, thing you know yeah. what I mean and it was just like it was just too much you know because you know as a high school kid I've already prepped for college this is where mm-hmm. I'm going and you know I got my little scholarship money where I'm gonna I'm thinking about dorms and stuff and then boom I'm just uprooted to a whole another state you know mm-hmm. and that was just my first like real like and I became depressed that was my first experience with depression mm-hmm. and depression you know it's not just so like oh I'm just sad for a little moment right. kind of thing it's like you really f- feel gloomy no matter how sunny the day is you know yeah. no matter how bright no matter how much people are laughing beside you even if you have a a comedy going, a comedy show going on on TV. Like you really just feel so gloomy. And as yeah. you said, you in your room day in day day out. Like I'm underneath the covers and just like, like I have no energy. You know like my bad. spirit is exactly. And you're like, damn, two days went by and I didn't do anything. All I did was just go to the bathroom, take a shower. Like you even barely eat too, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just like, oh my god, this depression thing is not nothing sweet at all. And then it's like it's not easy to. Now, coming from an African household, like, um, because, you know, I lived in Nigeria, like, mental health is not something you talk about at all. all. It's like, girl, sweep it under the rug. What is this? Other people are going through, going through stuff more than you, you know? Like, people will legit, even if you're sad, people will legit say, like, Like, who isn't going through something? Like, people that, they will tell you that there are some people that are not eating. Some people don't have food. Some people don't have clothes. Some people don't have a shelter. And you are crying about what? Your parents separated. You're crying about, oh, you had a bad day in college or you ain't got no friends. Like, girl, how do you sound? You know? And then you start to think, like, well, damn. Am I being some yeah, grateful at this? Like, uh, I'm tweaking at this point, you know? And then, you know, Africans, we bring the whole God thing into it, yeah. too. Like, oh, just pray about it. Ah, like, you know, like, oh, you gotta, all you have to do is pray. Like, you're looking at your life. God loves you that you're here, you know? So what are you complaining about, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's so, dis- you know, you're just really dismissing everything, you know? And yeah. it, it never stalls anything. And then we, the older we get, we also see... We see in our parents, like, okay, girl, oh, yeah. y'all got some mental health issues. Like, first of all, let me gather you. <laughs> let me read you, honey. <laughs> let me tell you about your life, you know? And I pay attention to, like, my mom, her siblings, and maybe their interaction. Just your older, like, um, relatives, then you're just like, okay, you got some mommy-daddy issue. You got some daddy issue, you know? And you got the- some separation anxiety going on, and it's like, mm. That's the issue within the black community as a whole. It's like... It's this idea of like generational trauma, right? Like, yeah. like you know, you learn in African American studies how Black people are still having effects of the trauma of slavery, um, and it's like you know, obviously racism, woo, woo, all of that, but mental and yeah. physical, right? It's like this. So okay, so I just got a new job, right? And the job that I work for is like a nonprofit, and the person that started it are these two Jewish kids, right? And they're uh-huh. younger than me. Like one of them is like still finishing his finals as we speak, and oh, the wow. other one just graduated last year. And yesterday we just so happened to have like this deep conversation at work talking about like 
you know, mental health and stuff. And she sees a therapist. Yeah. Um, and it was just like a bunch of just discussions about all these things that happened in her life. And I was telling her, like, that's so crazy because it's like, if this happened to a black person, like the stuff that you went through, it would be bottled in in some Completely. way. And we wouldn't have the ability to grow from it. At all. Like we wouldn't like. It hinders a lot. It hinders you like from the jump because we just wouldn't talk about it. Yeah. Or, you know, the the fact that your father had foresight to to say you're going to need a therapist or, you know, like that's something you need somebody to talk through. It's just something that would never happen in the in the African-American no, community. No, like you, because it's also seen like, oh, you spilling your, your family You're spilling business. your tea. You're dirty yeah. laundry. You're talking, you, you're telling a stranger, you know, about it. And it's like, no, that's not the case at all. It's more than that. Like, I'm, I don't have anybody to talk to about it, you know? And it's like, the, this whole idea that you're weak for exposing yourself. Like, that was something I went through in college a lot, right? Like, after a while, you know, you start trying to self-medicate and self-heal. Um, and that, that happens in different manifestations, right? From, you know, people have vices. Yeah. Some people, you know, are whiny or angry or whatever. So, I guess it, it came to a point where I just felt like I couldn't hold stuff in no more. Mm -hmm. So, I just told how I felt, which isn't necessarily like I was just telling everybody all my problems, but I just said how I felt. Like, if somebody annoyed me, I was letting you know. If somebody <laughs> was, like, hurting my feelings or I felt like you, what you were doing was, like, making me feel some type of way, right. I let you know. Um, And I feel like people always try to brand me as you're emotional you're sensitive that's the word yeah, you're, sensitive. Mm -hmm. you're sensitive um and i took that as an insult for so many years yeah well they meant it as an insult but you know i i learned that that's me coming in contact with my emotionality and yeah. i felt like and with others emotions as well and with others emotions too and it's kind of like we talk about therapy but how many of us are honestly ready for therapy girl Therapy is no joke because I, I go to, I feel like um, after I graduated college, I think maybe I started going to therapy last year, mm -hmm. you know, because um, um, I just feel like I was just really down. Like I had anxiety too. Like I was just so fearful of everything, even to simply apply for something, you know, or just to take a certain type of step forward. I was just, I just had so much anxiety and I'm like, where is this coming from? Like I really need to sit down and talk to somebody. So I, and I go to therapy now, like once a month or so. And it like, it makes you face the truth, you know, even things that you didn't even realize that was there, you know, that you've, you've, you've pushed back so much, like things that like, you know, I could, I don't even remember, you damn not even remember it happened, yeah. but it did happen. It's like, you know yeah, what I mean? oh, that did happen to exactly. me. Exactly. And then it's like, it's manifesting in your current stage, yeah. you know, current age. And it, it could be something that happened when you were freaking like eight years old. Yeah. That you just bottled in for so long. You had yeah. no one to talk to, whether it's emotional abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse, whatever, sexual abuse, whatever it is. Like you just bottled it in so much. And then. You're 25 and you're like, why the hell am I acting this way? Mm -hmm. Why am I not feeling my, like mm -hmm. myself, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, as you said, you have to be ready to go to therapy. You have you know? to. It's, you have to put in the work. You have to be able to like, you know, like, because now... Uh, you know, as I chose my insurance package, I just went up on my in my medical insurance, right? Because mm -hmm. at first I did, I always did the like the middle one because I was cheap. But now it was like, I'm going to do the, the more pricey one. And for the longest, I was like, I don't have any like, thank God, like, I don't really have any real severe medical things. I know a lot yeah. of people that have to like see the doctor for different things and this, that, and the other. I don't have that issue. Like I, you know, I do my yearly checkup and that's it. Boom. Mm -hmm. um, but I told myself, oh, you forgot you have mental health. Yeah. Like you need important. to take that seriously. Like you need to make sure that you're, you know, you have a job, thankfully that is able to give you medical coverage. You need to use, utilize that to make sure exactly. that you're getting the best mental health because 
I just I felt like I had so many road blockers. Yeah. Um, that I just wasn't ready to address for so long. Yeah. Right? And it's like I, I feel like in this past year, I've tried to do have this process of recognizing my triggers. Mm, that's important. Of rec- yeah, like and I think that's something that we don't do enough in society as anybody. Like we don't like to recognize our triggers. Yeah. We don't like to sit here and really say, you know what? There is a pattern of me yeah. going from boy to boy to boy. Yeah. Or there is a pattern of me being depressed being 24 depressed seven. Or, or dang, I low-key drink drinking, too much. Overeating, yeah. oversleeping. Exactly. Like it exactly. just manifests in so many ways. Yeah. Like you definitely gotta pay attention. And you triggers could to. be it could be so it could be work related, you know. It could be such certain friendships, you know what I mean? It could be family. It could it could just it could be so many things that you have to like, as you said, pay attention. Like, okay, what is it that is triggering me? What is it? That really happens that just takes me down that path. And you know, I think unfortunately, a lot of us, we, especially in the black community, which is something I've noticed just seeing, it's like a lot of our triggers comes from our family. Oh, yeah. And, (laughs) you know, we don't, you know, we think that that means that we don't love our family or something like that. But that's not the case. It's recognizing that we come from homes and, and situations that, everybody isn't fully whole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everybody isn't whole. So, therefore, your nonsense is going to start to affect me. Exactly. Because especially, you know, parents, they definitely pass down their whole mental yeah. issues down to their kids. Because you think about our parents, they came from a whole different country. A whole you know different what I mean? Country. So, they already have their little issues that they had maybe with their family, you know, when they were growing up as teenagers, whatever. And then you come into a whole different country and you try to make it on your own. So, it's, they do face a lot of burdens. You know, they do face a lot of challenges, you mm-hmm. know. So, and as we know how they are, they definitely don't speak about their emotions. I, I know many people say, like they've not even seen their parents be emotional in any sense mm-hmm. you know like they won't see their parents hug or kiss let alone for their parents to do that to them you know mm-hmm. like your, your parents don't ask you like okay so what happened today at school today yeah. you know so what happened did anything and that's really important because I try sometimes I try to do that with my little sister like oh so how was school how are your friends you know what's going on any drama any anyone you like and it's really important because then when I see that she she talks about it later she texts me like oh my god thanks so much I need someone to vent to Aww. and like you know I was holding it so much I'm like girl that's why I'm here you know baby. what I mean mm-hmm. and it's like it just shows the importance like the just simple question of what's going on how are you doing it, it goes so far. And don't ask like, oh, how are you? Like, oh, I'm fine. That kind of thing. But you yeah, really ask like me, really how am I engaged doing? in my exactly. life? And that's what our African parents need to do. Quick example. One of our friends had some type of mental issue breakdown, mm-hmm. right? And it was the middle of the night. And then you know, I got a call like, oh, this person did this, whatever, right. you know? So like, you know, my grandma came from Nigeria. So she was at home. My mom was at work because she's a nurse. She was at work at midnight. And I was like to my grandma, like, oh, I have to go. Something's going on my friend. And she was like, what? Where are you going? You know, of course, she's concerned of being late. But I'm like, this is my friend. And she was like, why would you even have a type of friend that's going through stuff like that? Same. And I'm like, girl, like, Same. what? Same. That's what you're really going to say? Yeah. Like, I'm like, what if it's the other way around? I'm like, you don't know what's going on in, in someone's life, life, you know? Yeah. And she was like, oh, you, should not, you shouldn't be around those kind of, uh, you know, people, anyone who's going, stop, going through that type of mental breakdown or whatever. Or like, don't they know that there is a God? Doesn't that person know that their situation could be worse? I'm like, I'm sorry, well, that's not the case. And I'm like, if it's the other way around, I know they'll do that for me. And even if they don't, me as a friend, even as a Christian, okay, that's if you want to bring religion, religion into it, I am going to go and check her and help her out. How about that? And that's the thing that's like, even when we have these conversations about abuse and things, we don't talk enough about mental abuse and the, the variations yeah, of it, right? mental abuse, like, that's true. And I think that that's something that a lot of us, 
have have instilled in us and we just kind of took it as like growing up black you know what i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. it's just like it comes with a lot of mental abuse from from parents cursing at you from Ooh. from people from parents telling you constantly yelling you know it's constantly yelling all of that is traumatic you know what i'm saying all from from not living up to expectations and then making it apparent that you're not living up to expectations to constant critique that Ooh. is mental abuse like constant constant critique just constantly put you down it's never constructive criticism but it's just like oh so what's going on with you? what are you even doing yeah. so this is what you what, this is what you are doing have you seen your mates and that comparison too that mates coming to where they're comparing you to one. other people's kids and it's like that's not helping my allergy. I always in my mind be like what would the world look like if I could compare my mom to other people's parents oh no, for real. Like, the way they be mm-hmm. like, oh, see your mates. This is that. If you was doing this. And I be wanting to be like, well, see your mates. You? See your mates. <laughs> no, it's you. See the generational wealth they've built for their Oh, family. my God. Uh, and, you know, that that's part of it, too. They're pushing down their own problems. Their insecurities. Their insecurities. Put it on. And it's like, girl, look in the mirror first, okay? Exactly. Before you come at me, check exactly. yourself and first. It's just, and, that, and, that's, and I think that's the thing that's that's apparent in black communities it's like you're obviously putting your own fears it's like from your fears to your insecurities to your wishes to everything you're putting it on your child and you're they're they're trying to live their life through us exactly and it's like ma'am buddy you had your you you had your your moment and you're you're still living your life if you're not content with how you are now like i I, I do believe that age is nothing but a number in certain situations you know like no matter what you could still keep on working hard and fighting to be whoever you want to be even Mm -hmm. if you're 40 50 you know if god you know give you the grace to do that in good health and stuff so it's like just because you know maybe you didn't achieve what you wanted to achieve doesn't mean it's the same thing I want to achieve for myself. You know, like my visions, my dreams are different from yours. It's not going to be the same. So don't force it down my throat. And it's just like, it's a process, right? Like you have to put yourself first. As much as we say that in a lot of different ways, like, it, it is a process to be able to stand up for your mental health, to, to stand up for it's your important. sanity, to say, you know what, I can't go to work today because I got too much going on. I need to to sit at home. To so say, I'm sorry, y'all, I can't spend Thanksgiving with you guys because yeah. you guys trigger me like yeah. every time I'm around exactly. the whole family. Yeah, and that's what I'm still trying to do with family. Because, you know, it's also it's harder when it's family, you know? Oh, yeah. Or oh, our parents or people who are older than us, it's like you don't want to seem disrespectful, you know? You don't want them to take it in a different way. But as you said, put yourself first. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. You know, when you're, mm-hmm. going through, when you're depressed, are they feeling the depression with you? No. no. When you're sad and you're crying in your, your room, are they there with you? No, no. It's your life. You know what I mean? So you do have to be like, okay, you know what? Sorry. I don't like when you say, you say these things to me. Exactly. Please, please stop. I don't like it. You know? And I'm now trying to be, I've spoken with my 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 uh, my parents and older relatives and be like, I mean in the most respectful way. I'm not disrespecting at all. Like, you know, but please, no, that's not for me. And, yeah. and that's the thing with them African parents is like, when they just hear the word no, no matter how no matter your tone, no matter how gentle you're speaking. No matter the situation. They the hear subject. you say no that you're disagreeing with them, it's an insult. You're being disrespectful. Oh, one cannot tell you anything. Can't talk to you. And it's like, girl. And it's not like people, a lot of people have these arguments about um, is whoopings a form of abuse, you know, it's compared levels. to Spain. It is levels. But then I do think like you could do without whooping too. I do think that like when when for me personally, the way I I, I see whooping 
my kid is probably while they're still too young to comprehend yeah. conversations. Like, like, and it's like a little tap. And it's a love tap. And it's not like, I, I think that they, you know, parents created corporal punishments for us when we was growing up. Like, it was face the wall, hand up. Yeah. And I just feel like that's low-key a lot. And it's like what you're doing is you're trying to set the idea of, you know, instill fear. And it's kind of like they don't understand the mental effects of constantly instilling fear. Because at the times when I'm not supposed to be scared, when I should be able to come to you, mm-hmm. all I know is our relationship is to be built on fear. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, and that's something I do respect and miss about my father is mm-hmm. that my dad was able to... He was the type of, of, of parent that when you get in trouble, he has a conversation with you and you be in tears because you yeah. felt because he he's he just talking to you. And just from the conversation that we had, you're disappointed in yourself for doing what exactly. you did. Exactly. Yeah. So, totally. Totally. Like conversations need to be had first. That's, conversations. Yeah. And that's how and it starts from a young age, too. It's yeah. not just don't just wait kids as a teenager, but like at a young age or four or five year old where they could really comprehend between wrong and right. Like, hey, exactly. you don't do this for this whatever reason. Exactly. And even if you are going to implement implement some type of punishment it shouldn't be a punishment where uh, it's negative exactly you know because i hate like i used to hate when my friends would tell me like they mama punched them in their chest Girl, or something I, like that. you know i think that's more of an american thing and it's just yeah that's what i'm saying it's just like what that's too much Girl, like, i was surprised and that's and that that carries mental health like it as does. much as and that's the thing we gotta stop acting like mental health looks like how it looks in the movies yeah so that's really the thing like what does it look like there's so many times that i'm sure people just have seen me out and i'm doing this and i'm having fun and it's a good old time and, mm-hmm. but you never know like what i could have been going through right and vice versa right like i had a student as a teacher i had a student that i saw literally one day was giving him advice about how to talk to a girl this that, and the other and the next day no by the time he went home that night he hung himself Mm-hmm. Yes, I had a sixth grade student that hung himself. Why? He was depressed. He said he was being bullied. Jesus, see this whole bully thing. This is, that's another thing, and that's just like I see a lot of people talking kids. about. Oh, kids are soft and this and no. that and that, but bullying is real. It's real. I'm telling you, I was grown in college having anxiety attacks because I was scared that I might have to be bullied again and, in college. And like, emphasizes the importance of mental age at a very young age. Yeah, we see too much in the news. Ten year olds. I'm like. How does a 10-year-old even know how to kill themselves? How they process that they can take life. Like, they can take their life. Yeah. And I'm going to either cut myself or hang myself, whatever it is. It's exactly. like, you think about it. For them to be able to process that, come on now. You know, at a young age, you know the things you thought about. You know the things that you knew about. Exactly. You know? So it's like, you can't act like your kids are not going to go through the same. Because they're not just... You're not the only ones raising them, too. Society is raising Exactly. People. Society, school, their friends, all these things, social media. Like, it's so many things going on. So you have to really pay attention. Like, once your kid is in school, ask them about their day. Mm-hmm. You know, ask them to, like, and, you know, also help them release their stress. Because kids get stressed, too. You right. know, don't have, don't be too, too much, too strict on, with a certain routine. Exactly. Give them, you know, after school, you know, how about you just go take a shower and relax? Go watch your favorite show, you know? Or let's go get a, 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 a feet done, a toes done, or whatever. You know, like just, they also have to release their stress one way or the other. Exactly. Like, and you know, I think that that's something that I want to, I want to start, like trying to be aware and have moments. Like I saw on um, Twitter one day of this woman who was like, she'd been having like a rough bunch of weeks and she felt like she was putting that energy on her toddler so she was like i gave my toddler like a, a nice rose petal bath mm-hmm. and washed her hand and i was just like that's that's like, real i'm gonna do that yeah like that's real like to be able to acknowledge that my kid is gonna have anxiety my child is gonna have well you know i don't want them to have but they do have moments where they're, they're sad yeah. you know what i'm saying like just because we use the word depression it doesn't mean that 
when your child is sad, it can't turn into depression. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? It starts with acknowledging it. Or mania or schizophrenia. It's all type of things. And and also to, like, not shame them when they try to come to you about it. To not disregard them. To just... You know, to really acknowledge that it comes in all type of ways, shapes, and forms. It's not one and for both genders, not just women, for boys, for men. men. Don't 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 tell a young boy, you're a man. Don't cry, you're a man. No, he's not a man. He's a boy. You know. But yeah, mental health is real. I know some boys that needed to cry when they were young. I know, and they just had <laughs> like, it in. You should have cried. Like, and it's like, now you're acting like a like, big baby. You're crazy now. Yeah, like, now you're overly really emotional. Issues. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, that's mental health. And you know, we don't have no hotlines for y'all to call because oh, I didn't do that research. But it's a lot of awareness. You guys can Google. It's a lot of suicide prevention. Therapy. Hotlines, talk therapy. to someone. Um, you know, just make sure and just make sure you have a, a good support group, a group of circle. I could I could say for real, for real, you know, all jokes aside, like Air I tell Erica everything. Like right. if I didn't have Erica in my life, you know Aww. she can attest to a lot of random crazy situations. Well, why don't you become through. rich, girl? Don't forget me. Gotta pay for all those services. <laughs> anyway no I'm just playing <laughs> but no but it's like make sure you have somebody that yeah. like don't put all your personal stuff on them but have somebody that you can of like of course you know, share with share with Mental. and that can also recognize when you are not your full self mm-hmm. okay that's, they meant to that. that's our conversation on mental health this week y'all that was nice that was informative yeah okay what are we doing are we doing black excellence yeah we could do black excellence Okie dokie. I can go first. Mm-hmm. All right. So this week in Black Excellence, my Black Excellence goes to a fellow teacher. Okay. Um, as a teacher, I know that teachers go through a lot. We raise kids. We counsel kids. We, you know, take care of kids. We teach kids. And this week, we met a man named Keenan Lowe who protected kids. Mm. Um, Keenan Lowe is a high school teacher that tackled a student and prevented a school shooting. Wow. Okay. So that means he literally put his life on the line to protect the lives of all of those children which is what happens when you are in the building to begin with. This school shooting is becoming too much. It's too much but that's another conversation. So clap it up for Keenan Lowe. All right, my person is Tamika Swint and um, she is a Chicago business owner. She has this company which is based on um, educating white parents on how to care for black hair, black hair. And this is white parents that, that do adopt black kids, yes. you know. Or have and black kids. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I'm totally, I know some people may be against why do um, white people um, adopt black kids. Hey, give a child a home. As long as the parent mm-hmm. is fit emotionally, mentally, financially, take care of a kid, you know, that's one less Your kid. black ass ain't adopting a kid. Let somebody have a kid. Yeah, exactly. Come on, you know, and, and then we do see, you know, all this, you know, black kids with white parents and their hair look a mess, you right. know. And I also, just from a white person's point of view, I'm sure it's 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 foreign to them, you know. Our yeah. hair texture is not the same by any means, you know. I don't be knowing what to do with my natural hair. So, like, quiet. exactly. Yeah. So, like, the type of cones we use is not the same that they yes. use at all. The hair products completely different. Company and so she took it as her responsibility to have, she has a store, a, a shop where she does invite and educate, you know, white mothers, white fathers and how to take care of their black kids, mixed kids hair and, you know, make them look beautiful and how it's, you know, a, a connecting experience for them with their child as well. You know, so I think that's really a wonderful thing to do. For the it's community. called Styles for Kids. Too, yeah, if Styles for Kids. interested. Thank you, Miss Tamika. All right. All right, let's get into TV. Dun, dun, dun. Game of Thrones finale. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. 
Um, if you have not watched, you should have been watching by now. Listen, I'm not going, you know, ruin it for those who might want to go on that journey. But I will say that I was disappointed in how they decided to go with the finale. I felt like the person that they decided to make the king of the they try to be so fair six, seven, and neutral. And it wasn't even. It, it wasn't even fair. It was just kind of like this is stupid. It does not add up to the story that we have been That's building. True. Um and y'all just kind of like I, it, you guys just rushed it like there was no point of y'all having six episodes if, if y'all didn't like I thought it was that y'all had a solid storyline that only no. made six episodes y'all could have made this a solid ten ten episodes well you season. know what they said they said the directors for that um for the show they got picked up to also direct Star Wars they could have given it to me exactly so they said that it could have been it's supposed to be ten seasons not right. eight seasons you know so because of that they just pushed it all into eight seasons but definitely it's all it was so obvious it was just so rushed and the it's whole like thing. come on now so brands are broken that, oh, I, that, whatever he's the king cracked me up when I tell you they said oh hell brand the, the broken, broken. I said like, broken the broken like this is some type of like title I'll be, like prestigious I'll be that's what it's like so, you just gonna call him the broken? Like he broken, like okay. Um, so that the, and then she died. It's like the dragon carried her body away. Where did it? Exactly. Do you know? Do you Maybe he wanted to bury his mother. I'm assuming. Wow. I didn't even know the dragon was that emotional. They made him emotional. Child. Ah, well, he burnt the throne. I'm like, I, I, I get it. Like, okay, that okay. was the peak of the episode yeah. when he stabbed her and they burnt thing. Uh, I was like, ah, I'm yeah. thinking it's about to go crazy. And then for the rest of the 24, they might as well just ended it right there. Then. I would have preferred if they ended it right there and we never knew who took the kingdoms. Right. Like, and we're like, shit. And then we would just watch the spinoffs and whatever. Exactly. I am looking forward to the spinoffs, though. I think they won't yeah. be supporting the spinoffs. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was cool. I, I ain't going to shit up. Like, people have been acting like Game of Thrones still ain't a great show. It's still a great show. It's still it worth is. a binge. I'm probably going to start re-binging it soon just to, like, just to see, like, is there any... Because I, miss- truth be told, I only, like, really watched it once and caught up. So I owe myself a, a second and third watch mm-hmm. just to, like, see if there's anything... Anything you missed. That uh, I you missed. Know. Or even if, like, there might be some connectivity that we just aren't getting yeah. for the end. The so, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to watch a little documentary they got coming up. That's true. For the final season. Okay. Um, um, Keeping up with the Kardashians. So they're finally going to air. When Jordan took Tristan. That whole drama. When is it airing? This Sunday? This Sunday. Sunday. I watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I told you guys, that's one of my guilty pleasures. And they took a, a, a week off. Usually when they do that, it's either a holiday or the next episode is super juicy. Uh, and it's just so funny to me that they like acting like we don't know what already happened. Like, like we know the team. We, we know seen the, the red team. table talk. But I think that that's the purpose, right? Because it like even from watching it, they're like when you remember Kylie and uh, Jordan had a makeup. Yeah. Thing that came out. So they showed the party, but they obviously cut it a lot for oh. us to not the show see anything. And all it was was Chloe giving this beautiful speech to Jordan, which I'm like, okay, play your sympathy card. Like, and it's basically Chloe talking about like Jordan, I've known you for your whole life. And you guys are like sisters. You're like a sister so to me. So was this party after the scandal or before? It's the before scandal? the scandal. Before okay. So it's like, you know, it's when they had their makeup line, the right. joint makeup line. They did. So it's it's before that. So that so I'm like, oh, okay, I see what y'all doing. Y'all want us to already feel sympathy yeah, for Chloe so I, I'm very interested in to see how On their, their end, side yeah, of how the they story look like and what they discuss yes but that promo it. was dramatic <laughs> I mean we even see Kylie apparently she has a new black best friend did you see that picture yeah I'm just like Kylie yeah. you ain't go to school so you went to school in LaGuardia like what are you trying to act like like, like mm-hmm. all you got is black friends okay but besides before we talk about the upcoming shows what other show oh you know I finally watched Someone Great on Netflix 
You watch what? Someone Great. I've never seen that. It's with, uh, I don't know why I don't remember people's names. That, um, the girl in, um, She Gotta Have It. Oh, uh-huh. She's in it. Uh-huh. That Latina girl, Virgin. Oh, Jane the Virgin. Okay, Jane the Virgin, she's in it. I've been wanting to watch yeah. that because I've heard good things about it's it. It's actually good. It's like a, it's a, a, it's a good, it's a girl simple thing. girl, you know, girlfriend relationship feel. Okay, like, what's it's it not too much. Someone, someone great. I watch it on Monday. I don't got Yeah, it's, it's nothing too much. Um, you know, they played Lizzo's song on it. Oh, cute. Yeah, so it's a nice, like... It just, I liked it. It wasn't too much. You know how some yeah. films be trying to do too much. You yeah. know, it was it was a cute girlfriend like uh-huh. relationship. Like oh my god, kind of film like chick flick. I liked it. Okay, cool Netflix because Netflix sure they coming. Yeah, they, they about to fold soon. Once Disney, because you know Disney is having their own streaming service oh. and they're taking all their things off Netflix. So oh. and Disney owns everything from like they do Marvel to right, ABC uh-huh. to yeah so. Um, but I didn't really watch the any reality TV. Nothing worth it. I mean, I watched the RuPaul Drag Race reunion yesterday. Oh, I need to watch it. It's cute. We'll talk about that off air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Love and hip hop. Anything happen? It's getting point. I, I just want. I want Atlanta to just get, get a whole over. new cast. Yeah, they trying to stick to the same cast. Y'all just need a whole new cast. Whole new cast. Like, watch the Truth be told, Love Hip Hop as a franchise might need. It, it need, might need to end it. It might be. Frankly. It might be a dub. Like it might be time. And it's yeah. It's mm-hmm. been like seven, eight years. It might be the end of Love. It's okay because obviously it's becoming more and more nonsense, and the storylines are useless. It's less the Love and Hip Hop. It's just yeah. Need to go. Yeah. Um, basketball wise, we know it's coming up. I'm thirsty for basketball. We saw a little drama on so social media with Tammy and um, Evelyn. Now I'm beginning to see Evelyn is quite annoying. I've been, I've been not liked Evelyn. Now I I'm never like, really liked Evelyn. Ugh, she's definitely something else. She's just ugh. She gets on my nerves. She, she does, she does. But okay, so um, Claws. I don't know if you guys watch Claws. It's a really, really good show. Um, I gotta catch up on season two. It's so good. Okay, because like season one I did like. I just never. Watched it's interesting. Two. It's interesting. Um, you guys should definitely catch that up. It's. I think it's coming up next month, June. Okay, I'm gonna binge this week. This yeah. Month. Anything I watch is Queen of the South. Um, this is you know about drugs and in Mexico and all that kind of stuff. It's it's good. I like it. And it's a female lead char- character too. Mm-hmm. That's coming up June six. Um, I don't watch Queen Sugar. I heard Queen so Sugar. Many that's good my show. Y'all know I watch all the black TV shows. Um, it's coming back in July. I think. Okay. I love Queen Sugar. It's like it's just really interesting. It's yeah. just super interesting. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, oh, okay. It's like up there with Greenleaf for me. Greenleaf is good, too. It's good. I need to k- get back with Greenleaf. Greenleaf is good. Greenleaf is good. Like, and Latoya, what's her name? Latoya yeah, is good on the episode. She's good. She's good. She's, really, she's holding that I character like down. She's really good. I love me some Latoya, actually. Because I, I be watching Friends Tiny. I do, too. I she's like real. Her. She's super she's cute. She's so real, too. I'm like, oh, yeah. I want. I do want Beyonce to acknowledge those other women more. Like oh, the other two, like her, Latoya, Latavia. Like, even, but, okay, oh, she started the thing with Latoya because you know we saw that picture yeah, of them I mean, when she was pregnant. Yeah, and this and the other. But I would like them to like. I I do want to see them like kick it a, li- a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, that's not my call, obviously, but but they all say, what's the other, the short one, Latavia. Yeah, I mean, she also say you know because they all went to Beyonce's tour that she had yeah. probably last year or two years ago, and they're like, oh, it's all love. There's I no mean, yeah, they anymore. say it's cool, it's Gucci or whatever. But, but, it, was, but it would be nice to see that interaction. How yeah, would it be? Yeah, like I just like y'all all know each other as kids the same way that she know like you know what I mean it's not just yeah you guys you know, grew up together y'all for grew a while. up together for a second so I, just, I would just be interested in seeing like a lunch date or something but that's yeah. just me but you know Beyonce ain't finna do that at least it's not finna be recorded yeah you I don't know, know you're right uh, but she gotta have it 
um, the new season is already on Netflix. Oh, start, it's up already? Yeah, it is. I started watching it. Fat Joe is in it, and I do not like his character. Baby girl. He's this um, Puerto Rican, ghetto, slow I don't like it. I don't even like the way he talks. It's quite annoying. It's like, you know, they were trying to have this Love Jones vibe with the whole poetry and music, walking down a park, you know, and talk about all this fa- famous artists and stuff, you know, Renaissance artists, where it's like... Uh, we ain't have this dragging. podcast for me to read it the fuck, because I, I was so <laughs> underwhelmed. No, oh, yeah, very, very It's like, first of all, decide what era are you guys in. Are you in the 90s? Are you in the, the current present time I think they're in the current present time but it's like but they trying to overdo this 90s nostalgia like, exactly there's no real plot you know especially if you watch the first especially if you watch the movie first of all it's just no real plot at this um, point I'm like let me watch the movie again because I'm forgetting what the plot is The plot. this is the plot right the plot is you got Nola Darling who is this woman who is sexually forward right Yeah. and she has basically she in three separate relationships mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you just see her dating but you see the qualities that she keeps in all three of these this, men yeah. that make her want to be with all three of these men and she tries to maintain this whole thing of like I'm not a hoe I'm just you know, sexually just, free I'm exactly. just dating the I'm same way me. men do the same thing exactly. I'm doing that too and I shouldn't be judged for exactly. that exactly which could have been a great concept in New Millennium to re you know to re-examine exactly. and, but, but first of all we never got to know the men individually it was too many vignettes it's just too much going on much. so you know now she's also a lesbian too she has a, a lesbian relationship in this new season too so that's a whole nother is another thing, and we still don't know the first three men, girl. I mean, we see the we see them, but we know nothing bit. about them. Like it's just like anyway, she's got to have us on that. I'm just gonna keep watching it just cause you know to see how it ends. But it's I'm not gingered at all. I'm not ginger. <laughs> I'm not ginger at all. Like I even fell asleep watching it. Mm. All right, um, what is it? Music, right? Music. Um, India Reed, she has a new song called Steady Love. I, I listened, to, I watched the video. Um, David Banner is in it. It's one of those songs that, like, the video makes it good for you. Oh, for you real. You know what I mean? Um, it's something I need to listen to again and again and again to really feel, but I kind of just watched it just one time. But, you know, we love India Reed. We know she's that love. She's a neo soul queen. So yeah. I love so I love She was it. actually in Chicago last night. Oh, really? Mm, she was, like, at the Airy Crown, I think. Mm, I wonder if her and David Banner are dating. I do, they too. They look really good together, if you know, if that's to be the case. I do. I wonder. But I thought he was married, but I don't know. I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know. Um, Young Thug, Travis Scott, and J. Cole blessed us with a summer anthem called The London. It's out already. Yeah, it's um, it was like a surprise track. Mm-hmm. I like it. I do like the track. Uh, I mean, it ain't really much to say other than J. Cole went off. Of per usual. Travis was singing the hook, which was nice. It's nice actually to hear Young Thug, because I ain't mm-hmm. heard Thugga Thugga in a while. He's it's been, been quiet. a minute. Um, he just came back and let us know that, you know, he back he got his it. bully, so he's doing him. And I liked it. I appreciated it. Yeah. Um, I saw that Gold Link and uh, Malik, Malik Berry have a song together. Did I listen to it? I didn't listen to it. I was waiting on you to send it to me. Uh, I don't remember if I listened to it. But I like seeing, like, you know... Um, Artists from different countries, from different exactly, to collab and stuff. And they do sound good together, That's too. actually a combination I didn't know I needed until you said Gold Link. I love Gold Malik. Link, Because I love Gold Link. Yeah, and, and then, it makes sense. Yeah, I think it, he'll, he'll juice some Malik Berry. Because Malik Berry not my fave. But. He's not my fave, but he has some decent He got tunes, some little, so. you know, yeah, I definitely think that... Girl, my that, little sister's in love with him, because that's all she play all the time. That's so cute. But, like, their tunes would definitely, like, sound good together. So I'm gonna yeah, they, 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 they have a good week. vibe. Mm-hmm. So YG dropped his album, right? Yeah, remember you guys? Remember he was postponing it for so after, after Nip- the funeral Nipsey and all died. that. Um, and he did drop it. I've been hearing great things about it. I haven't had the opportunity he to listen like to it yesterday. Myself. 
Yeah, like last night. I haven't really heard it anything yet, but um, he has pledged ten percent of each song to Nipsey's kids. Yep, yep. which is beautiful. I, I think it's really beautiful how black All artists community has yeah. like said, you know what, these kids are gonna be good because Nipsey That's deserved wonderful. it. He, yeah, they're gonna be good. That and mm-hmm. you know like. Yeah, they're they're gonna be okay. Yeah, exactly. That's really good okay. to know they're gonna be okay. They're gonna be okay. <sighs> that's really it for music. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it for the week, right? We're yeah. done with the episode. We're done with this episode. We hope that we informed you guys. We hope that you guys are taking care of yourself, your mind, your body, your spirit. And I'm gonna kick it to Erica to give us the quote before we wrap up. All right. So basically, um, there isn't any anybody out here. Um, who doesn't have a mental health issue, whether it's depression, anxiety, or how to cope with relationships. If we start being honest about our pain, our anger, and our shortcomings, instead of pretending they don't, they don't exist, then maybe we'll leave the world a better place than we found it. And we see that that's the issue with the world today. Everyone is angry and in pain and hurting each other. But the world yes. needs now is love. Is love, sweet love. Cross-cultured, guys. Bye-bye.